You're listening to the Inblick and Watch Show. So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, Message me back and they're like, yo, you're a cool dude, but it's going to be a hard gnaw from us. And I was like, oh, why do they say that so casually? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the In Black and White Show, everyone, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm one of your hosts, Cody Moulton, joined here by Lenny Escobar. I'm really glad that you decided to do that. I really like being introduced like the WWE star. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, if I didn't have a kid sleeping right now, that would have been so loud. <laughs> just yelling over them. What? <laughs> Does it sound like a crowd, or does it just sound like me breathing hard into a mic? Yeah, it sounds like static, actually. <laughs> static. Just I like... was going to say, um, I was watching you as we were playing the intro reel, and uh, I thought the screen froze, because you weren't moving at all. <laughs> You're like a gargoyle. Uh, I. What does that mean? Yeah, it sounds rude, but really it's a compliment. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, yeah, thank how you. How you doing, Lenny? I'm doing pretty well. Um, yeah, things are feeling good. Actually, I'm a, I'll be I'll be real with everyone here. I have been assaulted by my my sinuses today. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty my allergies have been just kicking my trash. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's just hotter, warmer here in Boise. So, it's my eyes are Isn't on like- fire. Yeah, it's like just, way nice today. It was super nice, and it was wonderful to be outside. It's just that everything is blooming, and I haven't. Yeah. And if I don't take my allergy medication consistently, then I don't have enough resistance built up to handle all this this pollination. So, yeah, it's just pollination, not mm-hmm. Polynesian. Right, right. Actually, speaking of Polynesian, you know the sauce at Chick Fil A, the Polynesian sauce. It's, del- uh, it's delicious. I'm less familiar. Is it? Yeah, it's way good. In what fact, does it taste like? Um, it's like a. I can't even. I really don't know what else how to describe it. But it's it's just very delicious. I really like it. If you mix the three sauces, Chick Fil A sauce, obviously, um, and buffalo, obviously, oh uh, the either the buffalo sauce or the hot the spicy sriracha sauce and the Polynesian sauce. Mix those together and you Wait. get. Really you nice. mix all three of those together. Yeah, and you get a, a delicious, a delicious mm. tangy sauce to put on your chicken sandwich. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, man. What do you mean you don't my, know? My problem is whenever I go to Chick-fil-A, it's just Chick-fil-A sauce is so good. I don't even try anything else. You know, I, I it's you have to be in the right mood for it. Like, you can't yeah. just mix up. You can't just waste one of your Chick-fil-A sauces unless you have, unless you're in the mood for it, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, so next time I'm, I was going to say walking in, but you can't really do that right now. <laughs> yeah. Driving unless, through? Well, yeah, you can drive through. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I haven't had Chick-fil-A in a little while, too. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. Oh, man. I could go for some midnight Chick-fil-A. Ooh. That sounds wonderful, actually, to be oh, honest. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds great. Oh, sounds so good. That could... Sh- so last weekend, 
uh, Chelsea and I stayed up till like eleven thirty. Are, are you serious? Oh yeah. my gosh, you guys need to. And, you got to uh, calm down. I know. And uh, I was more. I was more tired than um, a sloth under anesthesia in its nineties. Wow. With 14 children still at home. I don't know, man. Like, that's <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty slow. Is that, yeah. is that what you're getting at? No, no, tired. Just tired. Oh, well. I was, I was so tired. I just, I can't stay up late anymore. Like, if I went to Chick-fil-A for a midnight run, I'd get pulled over for drunk driving. I don't know if Chick-fil-A is open at midnight. Oh, that might be true. I was, I was going to say that there is, there should be a a service I don't know if it's a service but you know what I we could start a business where we just go and buy a ton of Chick-fil-A sandwiches keep them warm and then at yeah. midnight we we roost on them roost <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah Did doesn't Ch- Chick-fil-A it, you know chickens no. roost they, yeah. they like sit on their eggs keep them warm you know we just oh, do that with sandwiches right. I think when you said roost I was thinking like a rooster and I was like roosters yeah. don't do that they don't yeah. roost like, <laughs> why would they call him a rooster if they didn't? Anyway, everyone, hey, welcome to the show. We yeah. got a we got a real good one today. Um, yeah. We're gonna get a little sentimental. We're gonna oh. get a little nostalgic. Um, giving some love to to Pennsylvania. But first, before we do that, wait a second. Were you supposed to do this? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You keep going. Uh oh, uh, that means he's mad at me. <laughs> You're mad at me. No. Anyway, we'll jump into our first segment. Hmm, so catchy. Would you rather? Okay, Cody, here we go. I have one for you. Mm, mm, mm. Would you rather be able to take back anything you say or hear every conversation around you? Would I rather be able to take back anything I say? Oh. Uh, definitely the first one. I don't want to know what people are talking about. Mm. Look, I could barely stand people on Facebook and Twitter, you know? Well, I guess that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Plus, I, I, I know that people say things behind other people's backs that uh, are, aren't are always something that the person would want to hear in the first place, you know? Yeah, I guess. And, yeah, well, you know what's kind of funny is now that you say it like that, I had a, I had like a, it was it when I read it I was like oh it had like a kind of a fun twist to it, but it actually isn't that fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of kind of demented. I know. You know I, I just I'm okay living a life knowing that people might have said some poor things about me and I never heard it. You know I can live with that. Yeah, I think I'd be okay with that too. But being able yeah. to take back something now that that is a that would be very very valuable. That's true. I'm focusing way too much on what you don't get from either of these. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. But the the part of taking back something, yeah, yeah, because I I say stupid things all the time. Believe it or not, you probably never realized that. But yeah, I've never heard you say a stupid thing in my life, honestly. Here, here's an example. Like, uh, not just now week, either. Last week, show, like when I said, "Hey, Lenny, you're you're an all right guy." I wish I would have taken that back. <laughs> Oh man! If you could hear Just the kidding. thoughts that were going on in my brain right now, <laughs> I was going to say uh, something that we, I would love to take back is um, last week's show. 
we kept saying lockdown. And I got off the show and I was like, lockdown is way more intense than quarantine. Why was I saying lockdown? What I that's why like that's why you heard me partway through the show say social distancing fun times, because I'm like, it's not lockdown at all. So that was just, that was just a slip of the brain there, I guess. I don't know, man. Well, I was having a conversation about that with my wife today too, that we are we are on sort of a lockdown, quote unquote. At least here in Idaho, we have that we have an order, stay at home order, which is I would consider a soft lockdown. Yeah. Um, but I think once that order, which which uh, expends or what is it, it stops it on April thirtieth, May first, then it will be just a quarantine because we still have to you know engage in social distancing, fun times. See that that's not even quarantine though. That's true. Quar- it's not. Quarantine's when you get you get sick and you got to stay inside and not not have any contact with anyone for fourteen days. Oh, that's that's a very true state. Yeah, so you'll you'll be going back to just straight up social distancing fun times. I don't know if that's in the document, the legal documents, but should be. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, it is. Anyway, Lenny, what would you pick between those two? Would you rather? Oh, definitely to take back things that I said. I mean, yeah. hands down. Like I can't. I mean, do you know, it's funny, do you think about, you go through your conversations today, you know, I think I can count, I, I can count like three times that I've wanted to take back take back what I've said. And that's actually kind of interesting um, because um, if you're like, when you become aware of that, when you become aware of things that you wish you hadn't said, it makes you more aware of it in the future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you actually take – so just thinking about this right now, I'm saying – I'm thinking about all the times that I – like, at least three different times I'm thinking about right now of something I've said to Lydia, my wife, that I wish I could take back right now. But then I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Thinking back, like, there's, there's at least three times and maybe more. I'm going to be more cognizant of that tomorrow or maybe even going on from there. That's pretty interesting, yeah. actually, for me at least. Yeah. I just That was just a nice realization I had just now. It's like a little wound, you know, when you get yeah. hurt, your brain locks that away in the close file. So yeah. you remember, don't mm-hmm. stick your finger in an outlet, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I was going to say, every time I say something stupid, I'm like, man, how did that get out? I'm like, what What in the world? And, I, and then for some reason, I, I think it'll never happen again. <laughs> you mean you think that you'll never say something stupid? <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, well, I'll never make that mistake. And most of the time when I say, and I think most of the time when most people say something stupid, it's because they're in a moment that is requiring them to focus on something else in the conversation. For example, last week saying lockdown, I was focused on recording a podcast. My brain isn't 100% functional right now, which is a bad time to be recording. And I think about it, wow. Am I saying something stupid right now that I'm going to regret? I, I, anyway. I, think, I think so, actually. What do we go ahead <laughs> anyway. and let's, let's take that back. Let's just... Just kidding. Oh, there we go. Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> we'll jump right into our meat segment here. And, and quit messing around. Uh, Black to business. Ooh. Silky I'll say a name Gus. Did you hear that whole thing? Yeah, it was awesome. All right. Yeah. 
um, well, I'm super excited to talk about today, like this little sentimental, um, the sentimental piece of our lives, like, because we get to be, and it's actually pretty cool that we got to share at least a portion of that. We're talking about Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Are you taking mine? Cause I took yours. Yeah. You said that like my, my daughter. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was in her, she's, I was measuring some stuff out. I'm going to build like a window seat in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea can have a window seat. She's always wanted one. Oh, you're, so, you're such a good husband. What a guy. And so I was well, like, not bouncing idea. Why? <laughs> because I said, what a guy. Yeah. Cause you're kind of, you know, being prideful a little bit. Yeah. What a guy. Big head. Uh, <laughs> all right. T- tiny, tiny karma. Tiny karma. <laughs> anyway. That was a good one. Uh, um, I would bounce ideas off of my daughter uh, for the world. If they don't know, she's like almost two. Well, she's got so some, like, she, no, she's got some big ideas. Yeah, I'm like Finley. Yeah, how 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 long do you think this two by four should be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you think I should make a cut here? Yeah. What about over here? Yeah. She says yeah, like she's like yeah, of course, duh. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, you know, so that made you know, be, you know, be, be funny though is if she was actually in her brain being like yeah, like she was actually understanding everything, you know, because the veil is still pretty thin. So she's yeah. getting all that information. Like, yeah, that's exactly where you need to be. And she's actually telling you. And we don't actually think that. We're just like, oh yeah, you're just a baby. <laughs> you're just you naive little critter. Yeah. Like, no, I'm I'm telling you how to build this window seat, dude. Well, I mean, I, I know for a fact that's not the case because we're like, hey, do you want some pineapple? She's like, yeah. You give her pineapple? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, dude, you don't even you don't even know. It's okay. Like well, right well I guess my um, I guess my th- my theory is done then. Yeah. Okay, yeah sorry about that. That's okay. Anyway, Pennsylvania, everyone. Mm. Uh, Leonard Leroy and I over here. Uh, we met on our missions. Um, why don't we talk? Why don't we tell that story real quick? So everyone, just so you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about Pennsylvania. We served our missions in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania mission. Um, a lot of the people there have been looking forward to getting a temple for so long. They've they've either had to go if you're on the west side of the mission to Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're on the east side of the mission to um, not even Philly yet. Man, where do they go? Baltimore? No, they went no, no, to Washington. They went to Washington D.C. Yeah, yeah. Is there a Baltimore Temple? Am I tripping? I think there is. No, there's a Baltimore Temple. Okay. No, wait, no, there isn't. No, it's D.C. D.C.'s that temple for that entire area, I think. Oh, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't even think. Either way, it was like a, you know. It's a four-hour drive either way, it, like depending on where you were. Up. Yeah. Right, right. Or so maybe they've been looking forward to it. getting the Philly temple for so long uh, because that would only be a, a two-hour drive, two hour drive yeah. for a lot of people. On the west side, though, they're still stuck making a you know three-, four-hour drive to get the temple. So... We're excited about that. We wanted to just have a little nostalgia episode, talk about our missions, uh, share experiences, stories, uh, and just kind of our, our roots of our, um, I don't know. We wouldn't be where we are spiritually now if we weren't for our missions, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, this podcast wouldn't happen without, we wouldn't have ever even have this podcast without without the mission. So I think that it's a, a nice homage to that time. Um, homage. Oh, homage is a French word for omelet. Yeah. Or uh, no, that's fromage. 
Never mind. Fromage. Isn't that cheese? That's fromage cheese. Yeah. Cheese. I'm sorry. Omelette du fromage. <laughs> Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dude. Yeah, I knew yeah. I knew exactly what that was. Omelette du fromage. I was like, Omelette du fromage. Omelette, Omelette du fromage. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that clip like a week ago. Oh man, it's great. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so we're excited to talk about do a little bit of that of a, a tribute episode to that. Um, well, let's start like you were saying. Let's start with uh, how we how we even met while we were on the mission. So, yeah, uh, Cody had been on his mission. I'll, I'll tell my part, and then you can tell your part, your side. Right. Um, Cody was uh, been in the mission for about three months. Um, in the Berwick slash Bloomsburg Bloomsburg area, we lived in Bloomsburg, but yeah, yeah, lived yeah lived in Bloomsburg. The area is called Berwick. Um, and he was trained by then Ted R. Richards. (laughs) Is this is it R? Is it Ted R? Are you? I think you're just saying Ted R. because of Tad R. Oh, that's yeah. that's probably right. <laughs> but I hope his middle Elder name... Richards. Elder Richards. I hope his middle name has an R in it, because Ted R. I'll, Richards I'll, sounds great. I'll check for you. Yeah, that'd but be good. I'll, it's, it, I'm thinking it's it's a gnaw. It's probably but, not. You're yeah. right. Anyways, uh, he's trained by Elder Richards, so that's good. That's not really important to the story, but we shout out to Elder Richards. He's a good missionary. Um, and Elder Richards ended up leaving, and Cody was actually my trainer. Or for other for people who don't know what that means, he was my first companion um, while coming straight out of the MTC or straight into the field, straight from training into the first area of my mission. So Cody was that means the, I was his da. His I was yeah. your da. Yeah, in the colloquial terms of the day on the mission, he was my da. Your so da. Yeah. So, um, but what's really cool about that, Cody was actually only freshly trained himself so he had finished the training program quote-unquote training program no it was there's no quotes needed it was a training program um (laughs) (laughs) the training program uh open quote close quote good um and he and so close close quote (laughs) (laughs) and he was the one um he was selected to be my trainer or paired with me to be my trainer after being just trained. So that was pretty cool. Now, now I remember. I remember uh, going to the training meetings. Because we would have meetings all morning. We had one for the trainers. And then the uh, new missionaries came in and had one. And then we had one together. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we had lunch. And I was like, I'm going to go chat with this dude. He looks cool. And uh, I was talking to him. And, and he didn't want nothing to do with me. He just wanted to chat with the Spanish-speaking guy. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding kind of no 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 was, it's not kind of I, that's definitely what happened you're right yeah it's kind of i had no idea for months but that's pretty funny <laughs> well so when we were doing that training meeting um i was just i was kind of not i don't want to say i was in denial i actually knew i was supposed to be in pittsburgh well yes still coming to still right? still coming to that realization that i was i was uh, supposed to be supposed to have served and be serving in Michigan or Michigan in Pennsylvania, <laughs> in Pittsburgh. I don't know where my where brain the is. Heck did Michigan come from? <laughs> I have no Take idea. Take it back. Take it back. It's your yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, still coming to that realization, coming getting that testimony for myself that that was my mission, and 
during that time, I was just really wanting to learn a language. And I said, well, what better time than on my mission where I can even be able to learn it myself, like kind of learn it and also uh, be able to teach the gospel in that language too. You know, even, you know, and if I, and if there is ever a need for another Spanish elder, I could fill that need. Which that was kind of my thought. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, there was a, a Spanish elder who was going to, who was training as well. And I was just hoping I'd get placed with him so I could just study along with him um, to be, uh, to continue to learn Spanish in, in that area. Uh, in, right. But. But he got the whitest of the white. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. No. I think there was there's some people who are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, you could have got you could have got my trainer because he went and trained the same time again. That's true. He did, didn't he? And Ted, if you're listening, you're you're white. You're a white guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, that's that's how we met though. Uh, we had a a good lunch, got paired up as companions. I was I was stoked about it. And I think as we were talking in the in the four hour four and a half hour car ride to Berwick after that, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, I think you were starting to get stoked over it. Right? Oh, we're, we're both musical people, so yeah. I think we we connected over that pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was. It actually became very. It became very apparent very quickly that we were going to be friends. Like we didn't know to what extent that would mean. You know, throughout the course of the mission. And then after the mission, but we it was it was going to be a good time uh, during the time that we were together. Yeah, and man, I gotta tell you, there there there's jokes that I I'm starting to crack up now just thinking about. It. <laughs> yeah, but we have we have and you you if you guys listen to the podcast for any amount of time, you've probably been annoyed at um, being on the outside of some of our inside jokes we never explained and we'd laugh about on air. But, uh, <laughs> There's, there's still, there's just stuff from, from being stupid twenty year olds or whatever. And yeah, it's crazy. Just so funny. I don't know why. So funny sometimes. It's, it's really crazy to think also that we were only together for three months, or, yeah. or maybe, maybe it was a little more than that. Maybe three and a half months or so. No, just, just three months. Just, well, yeah. two transfers. Yeah, two transfers. I think it actually equates to about three and a half, maybe three in a week. And I was technically I I didn't train you after th- two transfers I trained you after three. Oh, that's true. I guess that that yeah. that makes sense too. Yeah. Uh, but and it's crazy. It's just like how close, just as as friends uh, that we got, um, during that time, just that three months. Because then after that, uh, Cody ended up uh being transferred away into a place called Efrata. Efrata. Uh, um, and then I I actually uh trained myself trained a, a awesome missionary by Braden named Braden Scott um so it was so we were actually together for all that long but what was really cool too is it felt like um wherever he went in the mission I would follow him like right after like going all these different places so so what happened was the he he went to Ephrata and then, well, I, I followed you the first time, actually. Oh, that's true. You did, because I, because yeah. I, I, after my time in Berwick, I got transferred to, to so, downtown so Pittsburgh. Real, oh yeah, real go ahead. Quick, let's discuss the uh, the the um, geography. Oh yeah, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Berwick is the east border of the Pittsburgh mission. It was when we were there. I assume it still is. I don't actually know, but um, 
and that covered out past Harrisburg and uh, it's just north of Lancaster by about I don't know an hour and a half two yeah, hours yeah um, <clears throat> so like central eastern Pennsylvania that's where we started our mission and then I went south to Ephrata which is Lancaster County right after that and then Lenny when he was done training he went to downtown Pittsburgh so opposite side of the mission which if you if you if you haven't been to Pennsylvania east side and and, and west side of our mission is they're completely different you oh. got country and you got uh downtown Pittsburgh they're completely different absolutely so, it's like Amish country and downtown yeah, that's, that's basically like the way, way I would describe it too. Because you, Ephrata is actually in the heart of Amish country. Yeah. So. Yep. Um. So so you went. So as soon as uh, I I left, I went to downtown Pittsburgh, which was pretty sweet, by the way. I think Pittsburgh is an amazing city, and we're gonna you know talk about all about the city, all about the cities and the and the and the country uh, surrounding, like the like the. When I say country, I don't mean like the country, the but just like the country around Pennsylvania, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about that stuff because that's that's part of the experience of being in Pennsylvania. You uh, know, and, and I'll say as you're talking about this too, just start thinking. Let's start thinking about a couple of experiences we can share and what kind of practical life lessons they they've taught us that we use today. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, anyway. I think that um, when we went, when I went down to Pittsburgh, downtown Pittsburgh, um, that was actually, it was in downtown Pittsburgh is when I received the, the, the confirmation that this was my mission and, and to speak and to teach the gospel in English. Like that was both of it, uh, that confirmation. And I, I think, I think about that often too. Uh, well, maybe not often, but I do think about that, that it was during that time, uh, that's when I received that confirmation that in essence, that revelation that this is where I was supposed to be. And it happened pretty gradually. And it just, actually, it was just one day. It was just like, you know, I was just working and that's what it was. And it was, that was the confirmation. I was just working. And it happened because yeah. I was with an, an elder named Elder Lucio, um, wonderful elder. He was a Spanish speaking elder. And we were, we were doing something. Um, we were um, teaching some Spanish people around in that area, in in the downtown area, or or trying to find some. And we actually went to the to some. Wait, 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 sorry, wait, 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 wait. Spanish people or, or Spanish speaking people. Spanish speaking, like. But I got you. Go like on. like like yeah, Hispanics. And yeah. we went to one of the members' homes, and we were talking to them about it. And Elder Lucio was the one who was teaching mostly, and I remember I was sitting there, and I, and it was everything was happening so fast. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't like, I couldn't participate at all. And it was during that time I was, it was like that was one of them was just like, you know what, like, P is called to do that, but I am not. And it was like that was it was very clear to me at that point. It was like okay, so I just need to focus on teaching the gospel and I can still like I was still fascinated with languages and I still collected uh, and I, I still wanted to learn but it, at that point it became less of a of a yeah. um, a focus 
which was pretty oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. I don't know if I ever heard that uh, specific story. But oh, you didn't? Uh, I never told you that? Uh... Oh, yeah, no, I tried to distance myself as soon as we were done being companions. <laughs> you know, cut yeah. the head off the snake. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just kidding, dog. Um, but there, I think there's a lot of practical uh, lessons from that spiritual experience that apply today, right? Mm-hmm. I think about myself, and I was convinced I'd be a seminary teacher for for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Pers- I was. I was. Since I was like 15, I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do." And I started the program, and I just, you know, it, it's it's hard, man. And uh, I enjoyed it, um, but I didn't feel a click like I expected to. And uh, you know, after one one semester of starting the uh, seminary teaching program, they messaged me back and they were like, yo, you're a cool dude, but it's going to be a hard gnaw from us. And I was like, oh, why do they say that so casually? <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm just imagining them just being like, like bringing in Randy Jackson, being like, you need to tell these guys that they can't be seminary teachers. <laughs> Like, it's a no from me, dog. It's a no from me, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, it. Uh, I was, I was pretty devastated. I'm be honest with you, but at the same time, I was very relieved because part of me felt what you came to get. You know that revelation you got. Part of me felt like you know what, there's people out there who God, you know, who God's planning to have do this. Who He's called to do this. And that's that's not what he wants for you right now. He's got something else for you, and you got to be okay with that. Yeah, I think that that's like a really hard, but also a really freeing experience when that happens to you, and you're humble enough to actually accept it. Um, because um, during for me at that time on my mission, realizing that you know for myself that it was kind of it was disappointing, but it was it was, but it's also like okay, well. Where else can I serve? What else can I focus on? And I just focused on being able to teach really well. And I actually feel like I became an excellent teacher because of that. I, like really trying to focus on how I could express and teach the gospel to the people I've been called to teach to. And then, I mean, you know, I, I know that I that I give you crap all the time, even on the air. But I mean, you <laughs> are you really are a talented like what you do now as a web. UI developer, you're actually really talented at what you do, um, and even giving me some help specifically about how to how I'm supposed to, you know, run my own stuff. And I'm gonna I shout out again to him, to Cody, for you're the one who has developed pretty much everything that has all the back end and the front end stuff of our podcast. Um, uh, it's uh, like a lot of uh, most of the the production value and all that stuff comes from, from Cody and just his experience um, developing his talents, you know, because of, I guess, because of this experience that you've had um, with your, you know, not coming, yeah. coming to terms with it. Well, thanks man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's been, uh, it's, it's been a, a cool experience. I felt something missing when we took a little break here the last few months, you know, Mm-hmm. I was like, man, we we need to be doing this. This is something I I feel strongly about. And I know you feel strongly about. And anyway, it's been felt like it, it's a lot of work from us, you know. Yeah. To, to do this, but uh, 
anyway, I think there's a lot of value there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully there is. Hopefully you guys get something out of this. Hopefully it's not just two old guys sitting on the porch. <laughs> you All know, right. but even if it is, I'm okay with it. Yeah, me too. Well, um, well, well, what was it? What was your experience like being in Ephrata um, and then moving over to P4? Oh, man. So Ephrata, well, first of all, the hardest thing about Ephrata is the name. I remember seeing Ephrata on the map and being like, what in the heck? Is that a word? And I came to find out it means something like Bethlehem in the Old Testament or something like that. Oh. Iprahata. Iprahata. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Hey, welcome to Iprahata. What? What? They're not Swedish. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I went there. Yeah. I, mean, I should have gone Dutch. Because it's Pennsylvania Dutch with the Amish country. That's you know? true. Well, you you really dung screwed up there. Better take it yeah. back. I'll take it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like your take it back noise. That's good. <laughs> you know, I I learned a lot in uh, in I, I don't know, man. I I'm trying to think of if I could condense each area into like one big lesson I learned, but I'll just poke at one here. Um, I feel like I learned a lot about the importance of obedience, um, but also the the need to uh, how God wants us to improve. Okay, um, everyone, uh, obedience when you're a missionary it seems to be like a super hot topic, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's people talk about it all the time, and they talk about missionaries who are obedient or disobedient or whatnot, and. We get caught up, unfortunately, in labeling, um, which uh, I feel like I learned partway through my mission was just a waste of time. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, the wrong way to look at people. There's it's a waste of time to refer to a missionary as being disobedient or as being super obedient. You know, I think it kind of sometimes we lose focus on the on the good that missionaries can do when we label them. One way or the other. Anyway, get get off my old chair here. Uh, but I feel like I learned a lot about that just because I had um, opportunities to. When you leave your first area, and if it's like it was with us, Lenny. Okay, <clears throat> my trainer was tra- he trained me after a few transfers, a couple transfers. I was his next companion right after he was trained. I trained you right after I was trained. You trained someone after you were trained. Lots of benefits to that being a thing. You know, it really pushes missionaries to get out there. There's lots of experience that's missing, okay, re- regardless of how good it works. And I thought it um, was a very good opportunity in, in our case. But there's some stuff, man. There's some rules that you and I just had no idea. That's true. That's a good you point. Know? I remember that. And And it just carries on because we aren't companions with someone who has the experience and who has been in other areas and uh, served in leadership or whatever. We're just like homies living in this little, uh, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of like a a bacteria cup, you know? (laughs) A Petri dish? A Petri dish. Thank you. Wow. Way to be on top of that. Oh man, I've been Petri dishing a lot. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. So don't read into that. Isn't there a bird named Petri from like this dinosaur cartoon? Do you remember... Oh, a... like the land before time. I think I know what you're it, talking about. 
Is it the Labyrinth Fork? I'm pretty time, sure. It, I'm pretty sure it's is the, it the Fork one time. that's called. Um, uh, I can't remember, man. I don't know if it is. Maybe it is Labyrinth Fork time. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked, but that's what I feel like I learned a lot in Ephrata. I got to uh, suddenly come in contact with a bunch of different missionaries out of nowhere that I've never been associated with. I got to know them and spend time with them and learn a lot from them. So some of those things where it was like the inspiration and the push it uh, leading out and kind of making our own way when we first learn how to train is good. But the, the, what I learned from experienced people, which I think we can carry into our, our modern life now, is to think about Think about our bishops and our Relief Society presidents and think about the different leaders we have in our ward. They're, they might be in a different age group and a different stage of life, but there's a lot that we can learn from them if we, uh, if we don't let um, labels or our life circumstances get in the way of us um, looking in and, and taking a value uh, that they share. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's kind of a. I mean, you can even anyway. you can take that out outside of even church leadership. You can go outside just these mentors, the people that, the more experienced people, at your at work. You know, the leaders at work, everything. Yeah. You know, or even yeah. just mentors in in specific particular fields. Um, I think that's really interesting. Um. Let me go one further. Yeah, go ahead. How about the Lord? Yeah, no. Honestly, no, just... no, you're you're absolutely right though. I mean, that's it's Yeah. I mean, even like now I'm thinking about that in even in this experience, just Oh man, it's amazing that so we can read about his experiences, Christ's experiences on the earth. But then but even just to imagine now that we can even really attribute any experience we go through that he understands what that is. Yeah. So like, not only do we get to read about the experiences he had as he was living as a mortal person on the earth, but now as we get to know him more, we start to understand that he has the same experience that he knows what we are going through in our everyday life. I'm going right. to share with you a quote uh, that I love that makes me, I think uh, President Monson uh, said this, but I'm not sure where it was, but um, the Lord is in the details of our lives. Yeah. I love that. I love that quote because I think that sometimes we get wrapped up in our own life, uh, especially as religious people. I think sometimes that we get wrapped up in our own life that we forget that, Heavenly Father and Christ know what we're going through and they care about what we think about and and what we're what we're going through in everyday life. Right. So, yeah. They care. Absolutely. They they care that that the the world is going through a pandemic right now, but they care that Cody is 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 learning how to be a father to Finley and they care that Lenny is trying to figure out how to make money how to support himself and his family during this pandemic. And they care about all these different, like these very specific things, you know, know, and it's, it's, it's amazing that that is, that that is, um, something. 
and along with that, you know, the Lord is in the details of our lives. We don't need to get into the details of the Lord's doings, okay? We we uh we can't understand or fathom everything that that he's overseeing and that he's working with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um the reason I say that is because we we had an FHE lesson tonight and um for our activity uh, we're talking about dispensations and apostasy and so I told my daughter Finley I was like hey we're going to jump seven times for each dispensation it's actually my wife's idea because Finley likes to jump right now like <laughs> a whole two inches off the ground oh um, so we said we're going to jump for each dispensation so we jumped six times and then the seventh time I threw her in the air um, and then I had the thought come to me like, yeah, that was fun because she didn't expect that. Uh, I caught her, by the way. Anyway, um, that was I, fun. I didn't. I didn't have any doubt until you said that. <laughs> that's that's kind of like saying, like, goodness, you know, did like, you catch her? <laughs> just it's kind of like saying, like, uh, like uh, I don't know what it is, but it was, you know. Yeah, well, I know exactly what you mean. Okay, somehow, but uh, <laughs> I had the thought. Oh, you know what? There is so much more in the final dispensation. We've we've gathered everything we know um, from past dispensations, and then we've also expounded on those things. This is the dispensation where all of us are um, given the knowledge and the opportunity. Well, we're given the opportunity to get the knowledge um, of all of the doctrines of salvation and exaltation and to go through the ordinances that will help us achieve exaltation. Um, this dispensation includes all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And when we were teaching Finley, we said, does this mean you need to know everything? No. We just need to know, for now, what God needs us wants us to do to get exaltation. Mm. We, we don't have to know all the details of his life. We don't have to know about why bad things happen to good people. We don't have to know you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to know why certain people struggle with um, certain ailments or certain uh, certain things and why it's unfair or why it is fair or what, regardless. We don't have to know all that um, to connect with God and to uh, make covenants with him. I, I want to say something onto that, too. I think that, in general, we don't have to know that, although... If it really, in, in Heavenly Father knows the very specifics, like like we're saying details, if it does matter for that person, for their knowledge, their exaltation, salvation, to know something like that, he will share it with them if they ask in faith. Like, if they need to know for whatever reason for their own well-being, he will share it with them. But in general, we don't have to know all of that. But, I mean, it's like, it, right. there's like these very specific detail oriented things like you were saying that but we don't if necessarily we don't need to concern ourselves with all of that unless we need to and then heavenly father will he'll jump in and he will give us all the everything that we need to know to be able to progress forward yeah and i'm not trying to say that to be like you know people don't need to know everything okay chill out trying to say that that, i think that's an empowering thing yeah no absolutely i to that. know that you know we we don't have to know everything um to act and to do good and to connect with god we 
it's comforting and it's strengthening to know that uh, where we're at now, whatever that is, um, is enough to connect with God mm. to some extent. Yeah, absolutely. I totally get that. I I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, hey, power. power. Yeah, power. Power is as as powerful stuff. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are running a little short on time, so let's let's breeze through a little bit more of our time together, and um, like maybe maybe continue on in our missions real quick. So from from Ephrata, you went. Well, can, oh, go ahead. Can we can we hit on like a maybe a shared experience we had in Berwick? Oh, sure. Yeah, I don't know what I'm. I don't know why we didn't do that in the first place. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying now. You think with me here too. I, I I'm trying to think of something we haven't shared before. Pretty yeah, sure we've talked about apostle mode. <laughs> Pretty sure we talked about me throwing you under the bus, making you give the first blessing of, you know, like your first day out. That was pretty intense. Um. Let's see here. We probably talked about our Easter experience. I don't know if we talked about yeah, I think we mentioned that we did discuss some of your Christmas experience. Yeah. Or well, not Christmas, it was Mother's Day. Yeah. What well, what um, happened? I don't remember what happened on Mother's Day. Well, it was just, just some challenges there with uh um calling home and Oh uh, right. Yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah, that was you know, I don't think that I don't know if it's like a super spiritual one, um, but I do. I can't think of a couple of of the general experiences that we had that I'll, I'll I'd like to share yeah. first, maybe to jog our memory. Yeah, yeah. I think of um, I think of just the the difference between. Um, I feel like when one of the things I really felt like it was really that I learned from being companions with you during the course of our mission was the difference of of being like you know obedient and and uh, and working hard as a missionary, but also just being you know being goofy. You know, I feel like that was something that uh, I I didn't. It was something that I wish that I would have taken more. Uh, as I gone through, got, went through my mission, I think I was a little goofier in the beginning than I was at the very end, just because I had leadership. I was in leadership for most of the rest of the mission, but that was something that I feel like it was really. Um, I think that there was like a really awesome mix of it's just the experience we have of being ourselves and being really good friends, as well as and and how that translated to us working together. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean. Stuff like, um, I, and I mentioned this in the beginning about laughing so hard, um, <laughs> and I, I think to myself like, why, why did we laugh so hard? And I think part of it is because one, uh, we're engaged in um, a very profound and wholesome work, you know, mm-hmm. and what comes with that territory is a weight and a responsibility, you know. Mm-hmm. And two, along with that, is I think sometimes it's it's funny when we feel closest to God. It can sometimes be the easiest time to laugh. I don't know. 
I Maybe. I honestly feel that that those times, as hard as they were, were some of the the most joyous times, and it was easier yeah. to feel things um, when you were working so closely yeah. to the with the Lord and with somebody else. I mean, when we got when we were happy, we were happy, and we were we were annoyed, we were annoyed. Yeah, yeah. you know, like there was when we were sad when somebody dropped us or we oh, dropped them. Yeah, it's like heartbreaking, man. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't miss feeling that. That was hard. Oh man, yeah, it's tough. Just, but like, I think that that was it was when something that taught me too is that when you're, you do feel things and you feel these really deep things, um, and that could just be also the the mantle, that weight that you were you were saying was placed on us, and we, you know, were able to feel like a, a, a window of heaven was open, and we got to feel a little bit, just a tiny bit of what Heavenly Father felt. Um, when it came to his children and where it came to these experiences, you know, and I think that's why it was, we were able to, you know, just be a little bit more um, emotionally involved. And I think that, that was probably um, a big part of why. Uh, and I think that we had more of the happy and joyous times than we had of the other stuff, which actually cemented our friendship, you know, as we went forward. Yeah, I think we we yeah, I think that's a blessing of, of uh, well, just a blessing from God to help consecrate that experience. You know, mm-hmm. the good and the bad, and uh, I can I can if I think hard enough, I can remember the bad. But uh, yeah, I don't, have to, I don't have to think that hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not like uh, it's not like when I think of making Dragon Ball Z jokes and laughing till I want to throw up, or or also the uh, the um. The, the the dinosaur the dinosaur um like dinosaur now, or pasta the what dinosaur i just remember we have a, i have a picture on my camera of you being the raptor as we're sharing this <laughs> this <laughs> big pot of which what does your dad call it gobble goo people food poor people food gobble goo what the heck are you t- no it's poor poor people food is what we always call oh, it oh that's what your that's what your dad calls is it, it. Right. is it the shells with the yeah. hamburger yeah. The yeah and the, yeah. And, the and the the tomato sauce everyone i feel like every one of my companions brings that up was that was that a thing i always made you made it all the time <laughs> all the time it just feeds you for weeks yeah right. that was it and and uh it was good <laughs> but yeah. i don't think I bet if I can talk to any one of your companions, be like, "How did you eat that so much?" I don't. We don't yeah. understand. Yeah, my area. There's also the the alligators from Donkey Kong. Oh. <laughs> 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 or oh, or, uh, so good. Or uh, what are you stupid? <laughs> where my planner is, you know. Where my planner like is. Oh yeah, it's just all these. Um, I do have. I I just remembered a, a shared experience that we, um, that that kind of goes. I think oh, actually I actually have two. Um, I think that maybe we've already shared these, but I'm gonna do it anyways. All right. Um, so the first one less less spiritual, but it was when we were um, driving in the car. Actually, not spiritual at all. But it was it wasn't the same. We were driving to the Jordans house. And they and these, these these members that we're driving to it's quite a drive anywhere in our area at the beginning uh, in Berwick anywhere you want to go 
it's a long drive. It's at least it's at least fifteen minutes because in Berwick, just to give you a little a geography again, it's really lush green rolling hills. It's a beautiful. I just I just like my heart makes me trunky. Yeah, my my heart flutters when I think about like these massively these beautiful landscapes we got to drive through, um, and just look. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's incredible. And also we got to we had to drive across this amazing bridge every, like almost all like I don't know, it was almost maybe twice a week. Then on about the red covered bridge? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um man. so it was uh Oh, I know what you're getting at now. It took me a minute. Yeah, you know what I'm going. talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So we're driving over to the Jordans. So just that aside, we're driving over there, and it's real. It's it's hot, and we've been working all day. It's for dinner, and I'm falling asleep. And Cody here is trying to <laughs> trying to keep me awake, right? And, uh, and we're driving. We're driving there, and he's talking, and I'm not responding. So he looks over. I'm asleep, or at least I'm drowsy, and he snaps at me. <laughs> and I and then it's like, did you just snap at me? <laughs> like did you just did you just like. Like uh, like I just spat on his most prized <laughs> relative's grave. <laughs> just like he just snapped at me, and then um, you're so mad. And yeah, I was I was I was actually upset about that. Like, don't snap on me. I'm not I'm not your dog. Disrespect. <laughs> I know. But what was really cool about that? The reason I bring it up, and also because it's super funny to think back on. But I remember we actually pulled off to the side because we didn't know where we were going. We couldn't figure it out. And Cody was just like, hey, I'm really sorry I snapped at you. And I was like, it's okay. And then from there, it was like there, there was like, a, a, like this weight that just lifted. And I remember that very specifically <laughs> because yeah. it, it was like when that happened, there was like a weight that put on that was onto that car ride. I mean, and I think that we can all ima- we can all have that experience. But just keep in mind what we were saying before that these emotions, these kind of experiences are yeah. magnified. Um, yeah. Because of the mantle we're holding, um, and then it's as like, soon as yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say the offense turned into a joke because we we uh, we worked through it. You know, yeah. I, I I ticked you off by snapping at you. You know, we worked through it, and then ten minutes later, we did it to each other all the time. Oh my gosh, that it became like one of the main inside jokes from that time. In fact, I think slapping each other in the chest was birthed from that. Maybe, maybe not. That might have been later. No, that was, that was definitely later. Oh, that was because of uh, Mr. Bartlett. Yeah, that was his fault. <laughs> that that one makes me laugh. It's so, so offensive. What it is, everyone, is someone's in the middle of saying something. You just you just slam your hand into their chest and you look at them really really seriously, but you hold your hand there. That's pretty much it. Oh, um, I'm laughing so hard because <laughs> you just gotta, you just see it in your mind. You gotta, you just have to experience it. Maybe the we'll... reason I was thinking it would happen between us because when we went back to visit Pennsylvania, yeah, that's we the reason we did that the whole time. Yeah, and like three days in, I was like, "Wow, it feels like we've been companions for three months." <laughs> I just want to drop kick you. <laughs> oh man, but but I mean, but that's that's like the. Just like thinking back about, uh, sorry, thinking back about this stuff, and how just like taking some of those that lesson is that 
as soon as like the the faster that we were able to clear the air, the faster we were able to laugh about it and mm. and uh, and uh, just be joyous about it again. And now it's something that it in in fact it's something that brings us closer together as we reminisce about it. You know. Yeah, you know, I and, and along those lines, I'll give you a shout out here. I think I've told this story too before, but anytime you thought you did something rude or offensive or uh, you know I don't know like uh, you responded in a way that you didn't mean you always apologize within a day I don't think you ever held on to anything uh, which is impressive it made me think it makes me think of Elder Arnold who said no one can repent faster than me you know? mm. but uh, like with uh, with you mentioned at the beginning how you really really wanted to learn another language and uh you came into some some language books and you studied them a lot and I just remember we had a discussion once and I was like hey I can't remember I don't remember how the conversation happened but I, oh yeah I didn't even know anything I didn't even know anything was like awry but I don't know what you're like hey just so you know those I feel like I should tell you this I didn't just get these language books out of nowhere I did order them and you know I wanted to learn or something, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Like, that's not something that uh, would have really hung up our companionship. You didn't have to tell me that. Uh, but you did, and I think it really, uh, I don't know, I think it bolstered our, our companionship and helped us continue to work better and ultimately come away thinking, you know what? The um, Maybe it wasn't necessary, but it was integrity at its finest, you know? No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I think as soon as I had shared that with you, we had a conversation about it, and that's when you also said, "Like, mm, we probably shouldn't do that. Like, you don't want. Like, it's fine if you do, like during your time. But when we are studying, you know, when we're we're trying to do stuff, like, we you can't be doing that or something to that effect. That was that was really yes. like like." Be making it very clear about what 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 it, what the expectation was, and I I thought that was pretty good. It was kind of like it, it's not getting in the way, but if if this has been hanging you up like it has, it tells me that it has been getting. Yeah, in the way. exactly. That was something. That was what it was. Yeah. 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 Man, it was times. What? I, I don't know what I was really saying. I was just you say times, <laughs> times new Roman. Times no new Roman. But it it was an amazing, amazing time. Um, and actually, that that companionship, you know, being your companion, has set set me up really well uh, going forward uh, to the rest of my mission. Um, but like I said before, we actually are running out of time. But I did want to share a little bit more about Pennsylvania itself. So yes, we we're talking more about like more about our experiences in the mission. But I also want to talk about Pennsylvania. So I want you to tell me what you felt like the people were like, like people you taught. And the people that the members you were around, like what what was your experience with them? Oh man, I love the people in Pennsylvania. Um, it it feels really community based out there, you know. I remember going out there, and there's a, there's like four churches on every block, yeah, you know? mm-hmm. which is like Utah in the fact that there are churches on every block, but unlike Utah in the fact that there are different denominations. Yeah, every one of them, right? mm-hmm. and. Uh, I just remember doing service in different places and how much more open people were to discussing their religious beliefs mm-hmm. and respecting each other's religious beliefs. Yeah. And um, 
just wanting to better the community and there's something bigger than them out in Pennsylvania. That that's that's my impression of the people. Yeah. And uh man, I I love that. I love the people. I I agree. I just think uh I think about them. I think that more than often than not, I think about when I think about my mission, uh, I think about them more than just the experience. I think about specific people. And uh, absolutely. Um, I mean, Lenny and I went back and visited four four or five years ago, and uh, we spent the whole, I don't know, it's like a week we were there. Yeah. We spent the whole week visiting people. We didn't. We didn't do any of the touristy stuff we wanted. We we initially we talked about doing some touristy stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, we pretty much didn't do anything touristy. I don't know if we did do yeah. even one thing touristy. I, we did. We did. We did do one thing. We did one thing with uh, out in Berwick. Boywick. Mm-hmm. Is it the? Uh... Is the roller coaster? The roller coaster. <laughs> or or we went to a park. But didn't go That's on the road. Yeah, lightning struck it down. But it uh, struck anyway. it down. But that's that's what that's how we wanted to spend our time was with the people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to get at, right? Yeah. So if any of y'all are listening, you're great. Yeah, we'll miss, we, you. We'll miss you and love you very much. I think. Um, 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 what are some of the things? What are some of the other things that? I mean, besides the other spiritual aspects of Pennsylvania, what are some of the things that you can remember specifically about it? Like just maybe certain places, um, maybe certain memories that you have of it. Um, here's I'll give you an example. What I'm thinking about? Yeah, go go yeah. I'm thinking yeah, about yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. about sheets right now. Sheets. Oh, sheets. Man, that's what I. Man. I actually sometimes <laughs> get a, a hankering, like a craving for uh, for some sheets, the hot dogs, sheet <laughs> hot dog. I don't I don't know what it is. Yeah. Everyone who doesn't know, Sheets is a gas station. It's a gas station, people. Uh, Lenny's not like a borderline cursing or anything over there. <laughs> <We're talking> about... <laughs> no, it's it's great because you can go in there and you you push buttons on a little pad, which is I mean a lot of places have that now. Well, but, fast food but but I'm gonna tell you right now that Sheets was I felt like that was the only place back then that I saw yeah, that. Absolutely, you could customize like mad. I'm like, oh, I want a hot dog. Yeah, I want barbecue sauce on there. <laughs> yeah, I want pickles. Yeah, I want this random chili. I want just like whatever you want. I don't know. I said random chili. It's yeah, like that's weird. You know, random chili, just chicken chili. But uh, sheets. Uh, the, I think of the um, no shoulders on any of the friggin' roads. Oh right, no shoulders. Uh, uh, I think about in in uh, so in Salt Lake City and even in Boise. And a lot of the places on the West Coast, they have these nice grid-like or grid-almost, mm-hmm. you know, type. For the most part. Inter- yeah. Intersections for the most part. Pittsburgh and pretty much any other place over there uh, does not have that. Windy just roads. A, just like a... Just a moosh mash. Just like, we want to put a road here. Does it go yeah. through the freeway? Oh, well, there it is. And there's a schoolhouse road in every freaking city in Pennsylvania. <laughs> schoolhouse road. Yeah, that's true. I don't know why, but it was like, yeah, schoolhouse road. I mean, which which part? Which schoolhouse I don't know if road? I'm in Bloomsburg, or if I'm in Berwick, or Shikshini, or Catawissa, or Wapwalapin, or, uh, you know, Nescapec. Oh, man. Well, wow, nice work. Um, nope, I think got them all. Yeah, the funky ones. Yeah, all the funky ones. Uh, French fries on hamburgers. Oh, I love it. Yeah. 
I think. But I think that's actually traveled this way a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's because it's delicious. It yeah, has. No, that's true. What else? Um, A couple more things and we'll yeah, wrap it. Uh, definitely um, uh, Permanti Bros, honestly. Yeah. I think it's yeah. great. Some people some people are like, ah, it's, you know, it's like, eh, like it's good, but it's like not any I think it's wonderful. I love Permanti Bros. I think it's great. Permanti yeah. Bros, for all those who doesn't know, that was, they have the um, the sauerkraut. What is that sandwich? The, uh, uh, I don't know, but it had fries on it. Yeah, I don't remember, I remember. I don't remember what that sandwich is called now, but it was a, delicious. It was a delicious sandwich. Oh yeah, uh, do you know what? Uh, I, you know what else I remember? Huh. This is a, definitely a Pennsylvania Dutch thing, um, but they had the this the most amazing something in sauerkraut. I forgot what the the meat is called. Corn beef? Um, is it corn beef and sauerkraut or something like that? Oh, oh my goodness! Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, uh, it's a. What is that called? Here, I need uh, to. I need. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Yeah, I got. I got you, dude. What is it? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Dutch cooking. Pork, pork, oh, pork and sauerkraut. Pork and sauerkraut. That's what it is. I love pork and sauerkraut. Yeah, I, yeah. I I absolutely love it. Uh, especially, I'm going to tell you one story. Um, it's my time in Palmyra, Palmyra, Pennsylvania, over on the on the east coast, east east coast, on the east of Pennsylvania. <laughs> in this place, really, it's really close to um, Hershey, Pennsylvania. It's in between Hershey, Pennsylvania, and Harrisburg. It's a nice little, nice little town there. Really close to Lebanon. Um, there was this really awesome so this member there who owns a butcher shop. And his, he was the bishop. His name is Bishop Laudermillick. Um, he, for, it was like New Year's or something. I can't remember exactly when it was, but he made, or they made, or maybe it was his wife made, pork and sauerkraut. And it was the most delicious thing I think I've I've eaten on my mission huh. was that that pork and sauerkraut at that meal. Yeah. Um, I still remember I still remember the taste of of that pork and sauerkraut, and I've never yeah. really eaten it after that. But I do know that that is something that I do know and love. Uh, two more things. Okay, uh, go ahead. And I, I I got two things actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot since we're on the food train here, um, chip chop ham, dude. Uh, we. We have it on the menu for this week to make chip chopped ham. Chip chopped ham. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, those of you unfamiliar, it's ham cut into little tiny chipped pieces, and then you uh, you make your own house ketchup barbecue kind of sauce with onions and uh, relish and stuff in it, and throw it onto a bun. It's delicious. That sound. I I thought it was delicious too. Yeah. Um. And then lightning storms. I do miss the lightning storms. Mm, yeah. And uh, I don't miss the humidity, but the lightning storms were pretty cool. Yeah. Ooh, man, I'm getting so trunky. we got to wrap this up. I know. I could keep talking about, so like this, like just all these different experiences that just surround Pennsylvania, but yeah. they're just, but what I want to say too, to everybody who's listening, we're talking about Pennsylvania and we're, we're experiencing this 
but just keep in mind there's a, a, a like a a magic I'm gonna call it a magic layer of the R of our missions surrounding it like it's enveloping everything because I feel mm. like if you went there maybe somebody who who hasn't who hasn't served there and experienced some of the things that we did you would feel just as you know the way that we did but maybe not quite the experience like oh yeah I mean chip chop ham it's yeah it's good but it's like no or like pork and sauerkraut no. yeah it's good. If you didn't like chip chop ham, then uh, you gotta go talk to your bishop or something. That's <laughs> ridiculous, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, yeah, yeah. You need to. You got um, something wrong with you. But I will say, when we went back to visit, the minute we broke into the oh uh, yeah, you know, we passed into the border of Pennsylvania. We just felt something. Oh man, like yeah, we felt elated and stoked and like uplifted all it was crazy it was, yeah oh man good time. i mean like right now i'm just getting teary-eyed just thinking about yeah. that that it just you know so yeah let me just yeah. let me let me well, end, let me end with this i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say another story but i'm gonna mm-hmm. say that pennsylvania and the experiences that we had there were, were and just pennsylvania in general is an amazing place and i'm so happy and so grateful that they get a temple in Pittsburgh to, yeah. to call their own, um, yeah. to to work and work to work and worship in there and help people feel the spirit in there. I think it's it's wonderful and it will bless the area of Pittsburgh and it will bless all the people, uh, all the people that we love there. Um, with that, yeah, it's kind of, kind of a tribute episode. I don't know, like yeah, sure we're rambling like a bunch of old people on their porches, but. Uh... We hope you feel the love we have for Pennsylvania and uh just like you know, we're we're excited for that temple to come and I don't know. It's there's there's a lot to reflect on and it doesn't mm. have to be a mission. Right. You know, maybe this is someone's college experience. Maybe they Absolutely. did study abroad, maybe mm-hmm. they did you know, maybe they just moved out. Whatever. There's there's these defining experiences you have when you go out and you see the world outside of yourself, you know. Mm. And I think uh, if you could find the value there, find the defining moments and how they helped shape who you are today and why you make the decisions you do and and whatnot, that uh, you could look back with fondness on those times, even if they were super hard, you know. Absolutely. You look back and you get like Lenny, you get teary-eyed sometimes. Or you get like me and you're a stoic piece of crap who doesn't cry because <laughs> he's a jerk. But... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> the point is, um, we're we're blessed with those uh, with hindsight. Yeah, that's that's what we're that's what we're ending with. I'm gonna issue a challenge for all of you who are listening that you should take some time to reflect on some defining moments on yourself, defining moments for your your life, and reflect on them and how they've shaped your your experience in your life right now. May there be yeah. a time, a place. Or visiting a country, like like Cody was saying, but look back on those times because they're really yeah. important. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate you taking the time and being our palsy wellsies. Uh, please get in touch with us. Shoot us a message on Facebook or Twitter or uh, you know at IBW Podcast or shoot us an email in Black and White Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear you. Send us questions. Send us would you rather's. Uh, stay in touch. Let us know if you like this episode and if you um or if you were bored you let us know that too but we appreciate you guys <laughs> sitting down and listening you're great we love you god is good godspeed everyone